um, they're probably gonna wreck my house, but like I was in a good mood and then they were in a good mood because we all like Lou and I was like, let the kitties out while we're recording the pod. It's gonna be fine. You are now listening to Babes in Ballland. Well, that was fun. It was kind of not fun for a little bit, for but then it ended yeah. well. I had some concerns, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we wrapped it up. <laughs> the saddest part is I was literally skipping ahead like, oh my gosh, overtime SGA, let's go. He's already here tonight. And then Lou was like, uh, excuse me, I play ball too. The dog pile, like get out of here. Um, Bays with the slide in to the dog pile, precious angel. George Hill was out there. I was like, watch that finger. Of course, right now, as we're doing this, they're trying to interview SGA. Well, I'm just not good at doing this during post game. I get distracted. Well, sometimes <laughs> I get distracted anyways, so. We're not going to get distracted from what's up, guys. No. <laughs> Welcome no, no. back to Babes and Ball Land. We're a well-oiled now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We're obviously in a better mood. Probably not well-oiled, but in a better mood. <laughs> when I was listening... <laughs> editing that I'm like you grumpy ass turd like your team won and you're being like your team lost I'm sorry did not win your team lost and you're being a big old turd about it it just sucked because we won that Cavs game and it always is like it's like we couldn't even like discuss the Cavs game because we were no. so upset about the heat loss and I'm like this is why it sucks doing doubles but I mean sometimes you just got to do it they've been playing and like okay so the Spurs hadn't played what in 10 days since Valentine's Day that was their and last game we're on like the 30th game of the month pretty much yeah, of this week really I'm like we look tired and the Spurs look tired and I was kind of having trouble getting engaged into the game, but first fashion. Yes, let's do fashion first. SGA's that feels like pants. forever ago now. SGA's pants were loud. Let me see. They were so loud. He I didn't like, see I'm SGA. What, girl? He had on these orange pants with more tears in them than any pant I've ever seen. How did I miss it? He was in like a Tupac tee, black and white plaid jacket, but he, yeah, look at those pants, look at them. They're so loud. He's like, I'm about to drop 40 on y'all. I mean, yeah, from walking we knew. Um, I do I mean, like I, the plaid. It matched Lou. Yes, they were both Bros. 
Yeah. Bros. <laughs> you know how I feel about Orange as a whole, but I can't even be mad at SGA tonight, even in those pants. So aside from the bros and plaid, you hear my cats just wipe out because they did. Um, I did like Mike Moose, obviously. It was very low key. I think it was like either a long sleeve tee and or sweater, I can't tell. Basic jeans, white shoes, but then he hit us with the trucker style hat. Not like, not as aggravated as Homie's trucker hats, but it was a different look for Mike Moose. It was a three quarter length shirt, which is what I noticed right away. And he like rolls up his jeans real cute, like greaser yeah. style. Like remember when it was like 50s day at school, maybe you don't cause you're young, I don't know. And like, they all rolled up their <laughs> jeans. You wanna know the one time I got in trouble in school? The one time, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm here for this. And um, really like the joke was on me because I tried out for cheerleader under the assumption that like I just wouldn't make it but I was even much more quiet and shy then than I am now. So I was literally a cheerleader for three years and hated it, despised it. Like, how am I supposed to go out there in front of all these people and do this every night? Like, absolutely hated it. So then on Spirit Week, like, I'm a cheerleader, right? And I didn't dress up because, like, that wasn't my thing. Oh, because you're I got, supposed to wear your business all week. They wanted me to wear like mismatching socks. And, and I was like, I don't, I know. So <laughs> I got called to the principal's office and he was like, okay, but you're a cheerleader. And then I had to do it. <laughs> mandatory participation. Moose's rolled up jeans brought back that mandatory participation. It did. <laughs> <laughs> Joke was on me because I was literally a cheerleader for three years and despised it and nobody knew because I didn't tell anyone. And that's what Mike Moose pants made me think of. <laughs> you know what's funny is like, I know you played softball. I know you played basketball. We've been friends for literally how long? And I had no idea you were a cheerleader till just this moment and it changes everything. <laughs> Girl, I would just stand there <laughs> in the uniform. So mad because first of all, like I'm obviously trying to watch the game. That was the good perk. Like for football season, I did have a front row view, like, thank you. But then they were like, you're supposed to be cheering on the for team. And I'm like, I'm trying to see like what's happening. Yeah. Um, you think I'm actually watching the game? I never told you because I hated it. A lot. <laughs> like a lot, a lot. <laughs> Moose was like, I can wear trucker hats too. He's like, y'all are drooling over Hami and his trucker hats. I can wear a trucker hat too. I can roll up my jeans. I can wear three quarter sleeves. Who else did they uh, show us? I think Roby was my favorite. That red orange tie dye sweatshirt with the olive green pants. I don't even like orange. You don't. I don't even like camo. Roby comes out in it and I'm like, hey, I can't see you. <laughs> I hate that. Uh, where's Roby? It took me, it took me a minute 
I don't feel very quick-witted right now because I'm so excited from the game. So it took me a minute, but I see what you did there. Also, I'd like to toss into this fashion moment. I liked the Spurs uniforms. Yeah. Oh, I liked it. You know, I saw a lot of people really liking it. And, like, they didn't offend me. Like, I think Miami Feet has to be the most offensive jersey I've ever seen, right? The yogurt, oh. yogurt one. Oh, but I like that, too. Mm. I liked the court, though. Y'all were so mad about the heat court. And I'm like, ooh, it's fun. No, no, no. Do that <laughs> court with, like, a black jersey with a pop of the pink and blue. And that would have been much more better. Oh, you want, like, you, you want, like. I need one um, standout moment. <laughs> They're not letting the court have its moment. Like Lou Dort hitting a game winner? Yeah standout moment like we haven't even talked about sga because lou dort has us out here so befuddled i knew it was going in as soon as like because i got into this i got into this weird place where i was like yes overtime sga it's on but as soon as he shot it i was like oh well obviously we don't need overtime like why would i consider something like that he hit the ground before the shot was even halfway there. Like, yeah. that's a game. And when the whole bench was oh. running. Oh, my God. Oh, so I've still got this going on, right? My right hand slipped a big one on the ice. Like, I do have better function. Um, that curling, is <laughs> Yeah, yes. Um, curling my hair today, I grabbed it by the hot part and not the part you're supposed to hold with this hand. So, like, what am I doing, even? That's both hands. <laughs> so, I've got, like, the Band-Aid on this thumb because it's, like, bubbling up and stuff and, like... Oh, it's going to blister and you're going to freak out. <laughs> I don't like flesh wounds, okay? <laughs> I'm not okay with it. So, uh, it's going to blister and you're going to freak Pisces season. My birthday week. Like, I'm not really thriving out here. Like, Lou and Shay were thriving. Nice. You know, I thought the first went okay. Slow start, I thought. But then SGA started going off, and then everybody was making their threes. I think they said that we hit six of them. Um, six S threes. SGA Wait. had three. Three from SGA. Um, my favorite part of the first for me was towards the end when Justin Jackson was in. He was a ball handler. He had the three-point jumper. Kenny Hustle blocked that shot. Jackson grabbed the defensive rebound and then slipped it to Homie for the dunk. Like, all of that in motion was just so fun to watch. Yep, and I don't know. I just felt like a lot of our big threes were coming off hustle plays. Like, on that one possession, Uncle Al had two offensive rebounds, and then we got an SGA three. Uh, Justin Jackson hit a three after the Kenny Hustle offensive rebound. We had the Hami fast break. 
And then Hami's like, well, actually, like, I would like to make a three as well. So then he made one. Roby made one. I thought, slow start, but we picked it up. So, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I'm still, like, focused in on Darius. Well. And he's just not having a good time. When when did Hami get hurt? So, I got the update. In the second? In the middle, I got the update in the middle of the third, but... I want to say, well, first of all, not much happened in the second. So he only played minutes. I saw him out there, I know, to start the second, but then, like, so much was not happening that it's kind of hard to even remember much that happened in the second. I do think Mike Moose was the savior of the second because he had that hard, stubborn drive, they said, on the broadcast. And then after yes. that, SGA got going a little bit, so. Yeah, the Spurs went on that 11-2 and two run, and it was just kind of flat offensively, kind of on both sides. Like, the Thunder were shooting 32%. The Spurs were shooting at 40% with a minute left in the second. Um, but, yeah, exactly like you said, Moose and SGA got really great buckets driving through the lane towards the last five minutes. Uh, we only scored 12 in the second quarter, and we were only down by five. Yes, I also don't think the Spurs were just, like, absolutely beating us. Um, but because the Spurs were also not playing great, and then we were not playing great, it just made for a very, very slow game. Um, is that the lowest amount of points in an NBA quarter? I don't know. I always thought like eighteen twenty was pretty low, but uh, quick math with the twelve, it was very not good. Standout moment for me, you know how I, I mean Patty Mills. You know, I'm always focused on Patty because he drives me crazy. But when SGA made him dribble off his foot, I was like, yes. I put that in my notes too. I was like, yes, <laughs> Patty. And then Patty with the double dribble at the end. Right after that, though, SGA committed the seventh turnover for the Thunder. So it kind of took the wind out of our sails a little bit. But I loved that moment. I was like, yes, do it again. Make Patty mad. And then we had the back-to-back rough possessions for Darius. Um, I thought he was kind of out of control in the lane. And then I think he turned it over the next possession. And it just really sucks to see him struggling like this. He's not having fun. We're not having fun. He's got 10 rebounds on the night. So, I mean, like, the effort is there. Like, I see you, Baze. I see you sliding in for Dort to gas him up. Yeah. First one on the floor. But the goose egg hurts. I mean, and I'm sure it doesn't hurt anyone more than it hurts Baze, but oh I hate it it is not bubble base right now no I do think obviously he's gonna get out of this little funk but man like I keep thinking each game is rock bottom and I'm like okay we're at the bottom like he's gonna start 
making some shots or getting to the free throw line or he's gonna get a big block that's gonna change things but it's just like every game I'm saying that right now and it makes me really sad I just don't want to see Baze get it going in another uniform yeah yeah concerned truly um what did we finish at half 40 45 we we're down five that's SGA correct. had 17 points and he looked good he was efficient too it's not like he scored 42 and took 34 shots you know like you got a rat tail <laughs> i hate you kenny hustle your hair man you and kenny every time i look like i'll be talking and then it's just sticking out all funny <laughs> this recaps kind of everywhere like we have cheerleading stories hair problems but also like i'm just generally having a really good time that was really fun <laughs> there it is i don't remember what we were talking about aside from your hair the third <laughs> how oh. moose moosey we talked about in a previous episode i think it might have been last episode how moose really has the potential to get momentum going for us you know when he can nail one of those threes and i feel like that lou really had that for us tonight too um in the third when he nailed that three because we hadn't made one since the first and offensively you know the second was so kind of not the best uh but it just turned the tide Yes, and I think now in like hindsight, that was a nice little foreshadowing moment because for me, it was the Dort 3 and then just SGA the whole oh rest gosh. of the third. I want to say they said that he scored 21 in the third. Um, he had the four-point play. I think he hit two other threes in the quarter. Like, he was able to drive and get to the basket. Like, whatever he wanted to do, he was able to. He was he, doing it. He drove and dished to Kenny Hustle for three. And then we had the Mike Moose little put back. My favorite part, I mean, SGA, he, he was getting, he got another four-point play tonight. He was getting to the line. Um, at around five and a half left, SGA had 26 points. And then he nailed that three, which was his fifth. And not too soon after that, he hit his career high. And there's just not enough that you can say. And on that Kenny Hustle 3, who else assisted that? It was SGA because he was doing whatever he wanted. And then to, like, seal the deal, we had that Roby steal. And then SGA got out in transition. And that was what I thought was going to be the end of the quarter pretty much. Like he made his free throws, it was 74, 73 Thunder. But then at the end, SGA went end to end with the scoop and score. So then it was 76, 73 Thunder. And I don't know, it just felt like everything SGA did tonight was just right. Like just what we needed in that moment. That's exactly what I have down to you for the end of the third. Like. Of course we finished with SGA nailing his three thro free throws, you know, getting the two points as time expired. Yeah, he 
he did whatever he wanted tonight. Maybe you can call it an all-star snub. Maybe you can call it orange pants. I don't know. But, and I haven't been, like you and I both have not been sold on SGA. And I don't I mean say... that to sound the way that it does, but I was, I, and at some points I still am very unemotional about him. I would say up until maybe a month ago, I was the same. But then like everything I wanted, he kind of started doing, like he started being more aggressive. I was just gushing last episode about the step back three. Like I think he's expanding his game that way. And to see him take over the game this way, I don't want to say like this was the final thing and I'm like in, but this was the most fun I've had watching like one player since probably Carmelo Anthony. And like, oh my God. I know. <laughs> as far as like a stretch of just scoring, like, I don't know. I thought he was incredible tonight. And I'm not like going to put that I'm 100% on board, but I am much, much closer. Like last season, I was like, yeah, okay. And then this off season, they were like, SGA's the guy. And I was like, okay, like, we'll see. But I think I'm on board now. It just took a 42-point game. A lot of it, too, isn't even SGA's fault. It's that point guard moment. Like, I think I still have, like, some residual rust feelings there. And we've just been so used to that super aggressive point. And it's like you said, you know, you always just wanted that attack mode from him. Mm -hmm. And you wanted him facilitating more. And, I mean, we're getting it. And it's so fun to watch. But, like, it wasn't even like – because sometimes when a player scores that much, you're like, well, yeah, you had the ball the whole game. Like, I know for me nobody else was doing anything in this game until Al or Lou in the fourth. Right. But it wasn't, like, distasteful at all. Like, I don't think – there was maybe one three that I was like, okay, what are you doing but I just thought his decision-making tonight was incredible. Yeah, I didn't feel that way at all. A lot of people, you know, speaking of us, like a lot of people were really critical of us, you know, ball hogging, but I wrapped that back up. (laughs) And, you know, I didn't feel that way about SGA at all either. I didn't feel like he was being selfish with the ball. And while we did not have a lot from our bench tonight um, at all, we did not have a lot from our bench. And I know that Hami, you know, went out and that's to be spoken for because Hami, you know, he's averaging those 10 points per game. And what did he get tonight? Like five, mm, what did he get? Ooh, I'll have to look. So the part that like the part I'm curious about with Hami, we've had a few what I would consider underwhelming Hami games. And I wonder if this was like something he's been trying to play through or if it happened tonight. 
Uh, yeah, five points, 11 minutes. Yeah. Look at all the fives. Are you on the box score right now? Look I am. Look at all the fives in the box scores from the bench. Three, play three players had five rebounds. Three players scored five. It was a lot of odd numbers in that box score, like threes and fives. I don't know. It was weird for me. Do you think they knew that Lou was going to hit the game winner? Like, and that's why we have all the fives? <laughs> Did they sure. just know? Because as soon as he let it, go, like, let it go, I knew. My mama knew. She was blowing up my phone. I felt the same way when Murray in the fourth, when Murray left door open and he nailed that three, I was like, this is it. This is it. Do you have anything else? I mean, we didn't really talk about the fourth much, but it was kind of concerning to start the fourth when SGA was on the bench after playing, I believe the entire third and then Hami was out. So the Spurs went on like that 11-0 run. We had like three consecutive turnovers, like nothing was going. And then Teo hit a three, Mike Moose, Uncle Al. So they well, finally got things going. I feel like in the fourth two, like Patty Mills was really trying to let the Spurs hang around, trying to let the Spurs hang around. I mean, and that's just how I saw it. somebody put on Twitter too, like these Spurs games are just like this. They're always close. They're always highly contested. Um, Cause I was a little nervous when Dort made those threes and then Patty answered with one, but then at 10 or at 3.9 seconds left, when they nailed Patty with that double dribble, I was like, yes. <laughs> We don't get very many calls against Patty, so it felt good. He normally murders us. We also, like, when's the last time, I'm trying to think the last time I watched a game where I saw a double dribble call. Oh, I don't even know. I mean, forever. It felt um, like a gift. He was just trying to get that shot off, and Uncle Al was lingering, and he was, you know, sweating it, and I loved it. I was like, yes, make Patty sweat. And then Lou hit that three, and that was it. It was that, and I loved that Uncle Al was like, that was March Madness vibes. Yes. I love that, because it was. Like, I had a little lump in my throat. I was like, oh, I haven't gotten this emotional about a Thunder game in a long time, honey. And we're just starting. Like, we're just starting this little journey. So, I think this is one that the tanking crowd can't even be mad at because SGA went off and then Lou with the buzzer beater. It was so fun. It was so fun. Uh, final, 102.99 Thunder. Squeaked it out. Should we just do awards? Do you want to do it? Do you want to do the Mr. Thunder honors? There's three um, potentials. <laughs> well, like I said, I felt going into the fourth, there was only one potential. Like I was trying to figure out who, aside from SGA, I was going to give the award to. I mean, SGA with the career high. Obviously, he this finished. Is his game. 
Yes, he finished uh, 38 minutes, 13 of 20 from the field, 6 of 11 from three, 42 points, eight rebounds, four assists. I thought he did a really good job in the fourth of knowing when to take the shot and when to get somebody else involved. Um, I thought it was weird he was taking out the ball on that very last play. Like that was a weird the inbound. Yeah, a weird play for me. It did end up working out with the Lou corner three. But I don't know. Apparently, it wasn't the you're not the only person it was a weird play for because Al Horford was like, well, that wasn't going to work. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought SGA looked incredible. And I feel like it's been talked about a lot because he did not get picked for the All Star game. Um, Devin Booker did not either. And they kind of have similar numbers. And now, I feel like Devin cried and now he gets to go and SGA still doesn't. So I'm a little uh, grumpy because like this tonight is what SGA is to me. And I know that that's not fair, like on the grand scheme of things, because every fan is going to feel that way about their guy. Yeah. So he did get the all-star snub, but I'm kind of okay with it if he's going to play like this. Like, I just thought he was absolutely incredible. Also noteworthy, those shoes were my favorite shoes he has ever worn. Ever worn. The left one was orange with, like, a minty green. And the right one was blue and yellow. And they didn't match. It still went together. I thought the shoes were fire. He had the hot fire pants on. The performance was fire. I mean, you're literally going to have to stop me or I'm going to talk about him for 87 more years. I thought he was incredible. Five fire emojis. Yes. For me, I feel like, I mean, obviously Dort with the game winner, like, hello, we've spent most of the pod talking about Dort. And earlier in the season, we were wanting more from like our veteran players. We were wanting, we were wanting more from Al Horford. We were wanting more from George Hill. Obviously he's out with an injury, but I feel like over the last three to four weeks, maybe four to five, we're really getting that from Al. We're really getting that. I feel like that, I saw a tweet tonight too, that was like, there's nobody out there right now who loves SGA more than Al Horford. And you could just tell how proud he was of him tonight. Um, Al on the floor, rolling around with Lou, you know, having the wherewithal to get Lou that shot off. Um, he finished with 16 points, seven rebounds, and seven assists. And um, I thought that his presence made a big difference, especially in the fourth quarter, because we could have lost that game super yes. easily. And, like, how ironic is it that, like, we have this huge SGA game paired with a Lou buzzer beater? Like, so fun. A 
before, like as not fun as a large majority of the game was, it ended very fun. So I don't have to be a grumpy little turd tonight. SGA was like, it ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Yeah. We'll yeah. let Lou finish this out. Yes. They wore the plaid, they're bros. They're bros. Cupcakes. It hurts. <laughs> Makes me sad. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Do you just want me to do it then? Um, I don't I mean, even want to do it because of the intensity with which Baze was down on that floor with Dort. Like, you know, and he did have 10 rebounds and I see that and I don't know. It hurts. This is like the turd burglar side of me because as politely as I can say this though, 10 rebounds, zero points is not enough. Right. Like, it's not. And I feel like super harsh even saying that because I know like, like I said earlier, he's not having fun. We're not having fun. Like you can tell that he's overthinking everything. He's not just playing, but 30 minutes, zero of eight, zero of three from three, zero point, zero assists, 10 rebounds. I keep saying like, this is the bottom and he's right. gonna have a breakout game and his confidence is gonna go up. And like, I want all those things, but I- How much I think, more bottom? I know, I keep saying that and then he, and then he does it. Well, and I know that like comparison is the thief of joy, but it's hard for me to not look at like Hami's minutes and he still managed to get five off and you know base with the goose egg like it's not it's not gonna work he didn't let even start, drive. Let Hami start honestly like let base get out of his head and I mean I don't know you know and I know it's not the same position but we've asked Hami to play <laughs> every other position so why not yeah um I don't know. I think he's really in his head. It hurts me to give it to him, but I also feel like it's the clear path. It makes me sad. The other thing that makes me sad is Hami being hurt because I feel like when we're talking groin, um, that's normally not just like a little thing you get over quickly, so. Right, it's not a little whoopsie. They said just soreness though, so I don't know. I would expect him out Friday. Hopefully not. I'm always team Hami. Um, I mean, unless they just decide yeah. to rest him, which is fine because it's another freaking back-to-back -back Friday and Saturday. Here we go again. Hawks Friday. I can't remember who plays Saturday, but I remember I don't like it. Everybody was complaining about Devin Booker, and I am Team Kendrick Perkins, the Trey Young snub. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. That's and more I know, of a snub like, to me than Devin Booker. I know not everybody can be invited, but like, you're not gonna take my guy? You're not gonna pick SGA? For what? We're gonna make it. Everybody's gonna make a big deal about it. Then we might as well. Apparently, if you can clean enough, you get in. 
Uh, they dropped the second half of the schedule. I haven't like taken a real peek at it. Like, Same. I did kind of notice, I think there's two back-to-back -back games again at the end of the season where we play like Golden State and then Golden State. So mm -hmm. I liked those. Yeah, that's fun. So it was nice to see some more of those. Um, honestly, like, I'm so hyped up for baseball right now that obviously I'm still, <laughs> I'm still enjoying Thunder basketball. Tonight was a big night, but I'm so hyped for spring training that like I couldn't even wrap my brain around looking at the Thunder schedule because I'm like, I have interviews to watch. We have baseball What's the vibe? Who's healthy, who's not healthy? Aaron Judge has new teeth. Like there's some is, things. <laughs> is Aaron Judge healthy? Has he been nursing a broken rib? for an entire off season that we don't know about. I mean, who knows? I've never felt more lied to in my entire life than when <laughs> he showed up to training camp. And he was like, hey, I feel a little something right here. And they're like, well, yeah, because it's broken. So <laughs> thanks for bringing that up. Uh, yeah, bird turds reporting, Nolan Arenado in that, in that uni. Everybody's Gotti excited. and Wayno dancing. I saw it. I saw it out here. It was cute. It said dancing John. for whatever amount of years, and that's cute. Uh, since like 2006 or something crazy. Uh, John Gantz out here looking like 30 seconds to Mars, Jared Leto, Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. <laughs> baseball. Like A-Rod Baseball. 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 <laughs> I hate him. But also Thunder. So much. Yes, but also uh, Thunder on Friday. See you then. <laughs> <laughs>